Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6. Verse number 41. I'm sorry, verse four, number 43. Through verse number 49. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the privilege to be in the house of the Lord tonight. For your presence, for the worship, for the spirit of God for the fellowship with, with saints. Thank you, God, for your goodness. May you be glorified in everything. May the saints of the Lord be edified. Lord, if there's anybody here that's not saved, I pray they'd come to Jesus tonight and get saved. So thankful that it's well with my soul. God, if there's somebody here tonight where it's not well, may they settle that tonight. Oh, Lord, help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The book of Luke, chapter number 6, verse number 43. For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit. Neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. For every tree is known by his own fruit. For of thorns men do not gather figs. Nor of a bramble bush gather they grapes. A good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man, out of the evil treasure of his heart, bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaketh. And why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my sayings and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. That's the, amen, that's Jesus Christ, amen. And when the flood arose and the stream beat vehemently upon the house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Friend, trials are going to come. Amen. Troubles or problems and difficulties and issues are going to come. But if we're, if we're founded on Jesus Christ, and if we're anchored on Jesus Christ, this truth could be about us that, that the, that, and could not shake it. For it was founded upon a rock. It didn't say the storm didn't come. It didn't say the rain didn't fall. It didn't say the problem didn't exist. It just said it couldn't shake it because it was founded upon the rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man without a foundation. Built an house upon the earth against which the stream did beat vehemently. And immediately it fell and the ruin of that house was great. Problems are going to come no matter what. Whether you follow Jesus or not, whether you walk with God or not, whether you do the truth or not. But we see very clearly here that when we're anchored on Jesus, we can withstand it. And when we're not, that great fall will take place. Look with me back in verse 43. For a good tree bringeth not forth corrupt fruit. I find it so interesting that the Lord made such a, a direct statement. 
but yet there are so many people with corrupt fruit saying they're a good tree. Neither doth a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. And so that tree that is corrupt, it can't bring forth that which is holy and of God. Only the Spirit of God can produce that in our life. For every tree is known by his own fruit. How do we know if it's an apple tree? It has apples on it. How do we know if it's an orange tree? It has oranges on it. Verse 45, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart bringeth forth that which is evil. So tonight I want to speak to my heart and your heart. And I want to focus in on verse number 46, where the Bible said this is the Son of God talking. And he said, why call ye me Lord, Lord? And do not the things which I say. Wow. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? The people, they, they say they're Christians. They say they love God. They say they, 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 they're saved. They say they walk with the Lord, but they don't obey the Bible. Do you love Jesus? Well, how do we know if we love Jesus? The Bible said, Jesus said in John chapter number 14, verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. So the keeping of those commandments, the obeying of those commandments, the keeping of his word, the following of his word, it shows if we truly love him. Tonight I want to take this verse, why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say. And I would like to talk about being a five-star Christian. What does it mean to be a five-star Christian? You know, in, in, in the world we live in, airlines, hotels, restaurants, businesses, they have this, this star rating. And, and, and one star is not good. First of all, it's cheap. It's tacky. It's often things are broken. There's always a bad smell. And nobody's comfortable there. A lot of bad things take place there. But then I, I got to studying about what does it mean to be a five-star establishment? Well, first of all, it means that it's state of the art. I wonder if we could say about ourselves that we are a state-of-the-art Christian. But then, then, then to, be a, to reach five-star rating, it's, it's, it's required to have flawless service. I wonder if our service to the Lord is flawless. And, and as, you, as, you, as you dig deeper, the five-star rating has superior, it used the word superior quality. So I'm wondering, what kind of Christian am I? And I'm wanting to pose the question, what kind of Christian are you? Are we this tacky, smelly, dirty, filthy, broken, disobedient, not following the word of God Christian? 
this one star? Do you know anybody who's ever just enjoyed a one-star restaurant or a one-star hotel? Would you want to fly on a one-star airline? I wouldn't. It's hard enough for me to get on any of them. Superior quality. I'm dependent on the Holy Spirit of God tonight to search my heart and yours. What quality of a Christian are you? Do you serve God according to his word? Do I serve God according to his word? Or, or do we just do whatever we want? What we think God would be okay with. And then I, as, I, as I researched here, it, it said that a five-star establishment is an attractive establishment. I wonder when people see us, do, do we attract them to Jesus? Do they even know that we know Jesus? Do they know there's something different about us? Do we bring glory to God? Then I, I, as, I, as I dug deeper, it said that, that a five-star establishment was deluxe. Deluxe. And, and, you know, everybody love a deluxe hotel room, right? I mean, especially if you got somebody else in there with you, you'd like room to, like, stretch out. And then it said, no detail is overlooked. No detail is overlooked. Now, our Lord Jesus Christ is full of grace and truth. but he's not condoning of sin. He's full of mercy and he's full of grace. But that's why he's also full of truth because his truth exposes our wickedness. His truth sheds light on what we need to change. And so I think about five star. I wonder what quality we are tonight. I wonder what kind of star rating the God of heaven would put on Tabernacle Baptist Church. I think about if you apply this to the life of a person. What about our associations? Are our associations as a Christian five star? Are they what God would be pleased with? The Bible is very clear how we should live our life. But the Lord himself said, why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Do you know why he said that? Because there's a lot of people who call him Lord, Lord, and do not those things which he said. And he's not okay with that. Matter of fact, you go on and read that passage of scripture and, and it teaches that that person who builds their, their house and does not obey what he said, that they're foolish. And then I think about the abilities that God gave us. Do we use our abilities for the glory of God or for ourselves and for the world and our own agenda? I also think about our actions, the things that we do. Would these make us a five-star Christian or would they 
drop the star scale and would we be a, a lower, tackier Christian? You know, every time you talk about a one-star, a two-star hotel, you know what people say? It's tacky. You know who hangs out at a one-star and a two-star hotel? Not good things. When we were in Thailand, there were a lot of hotels. You could stay in $14 a night, $17 a night. We wouldn't stay there because drug dealers and a bunch of other wicked things take place there. And we didn't want even to be able to be thought, are we a part of something like that? I think about our associations, our abilities. Do we use them for God or not? Our actions, but then what about our attitude? What about our attitude? How sweet is your spirit? Are you bitter and like a sour pickle or are you sweet? God wants us to be sweet. He wants us to be full of the spirit. Full of love. Why in the world would a bunch of Christians want to be mean, condescending, hateful, rude? Cocky towards each other. What about our attire? Oh, I know the day and hour we live in, people don't preach on how a Christian should dress anymore. Well, we should. What about our attire? Does our attire bring glory to God? Does the way that we dress and present ourselves honor the Lord? Or does it draw attention to ourselves and to the world and to the flesh and to, to the devil? Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not those things which I say? That's what Jesus said. Thinking about how to be a five-star Christian. It's very simple. It's simple to say. But it takes our life to enact these things. The first thing I think of, if we're going to be five-star, we're going to have to read our Bible and pray. We're going to have to know the Word of God. Look with me in the book of Joshua, chapter 1. Joshua, chapter number 1, verse number 8. I love the Word of God. Psalm verse 30, or Proverbs verse Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 said, every word of God is pure. That means every single word inside of the word of God is pure. That word pure means the absence of contamination. God put his words perfectly for you and I. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Do you see that? Do we want to be prosperous as a, as a Christian? Do we want to have good success and be effective as a Christian? This book should not depart out of our mouth. It should be all we speak of. It should be, it should, everything we say should, should, should be according to this word. But it said to meditate on it day and night. 
If we're meditating on it day and night and we know what it says about our interactions with people, oh, we, then we're going to know that when, when we treat others wrong, that we can't turn around and sing, oh, how I love Jesus. Amen. The Bible says if you hate your brother whom you have seen, how can you say that you love God whom you've not seen? This word of God is very important. Very important if we're going to be effective as a Christian. But then not only the word of God. You see, this Bible is a love letter to us from Jesus. Amen. God wrote a love story to you and me about how he's in love with us. This is how God talks to us. But notice with me in the book of Jeremiah chapter 33. We also need to be able to talk to God. You know the verse, and it's, and it's very common. The Bible said, call unto me. This is God talking. And I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. I love the usage of the word I will because it tells us two things. It tells us God wants to, and it tells us that he's going to. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. But my friend, even with praying and reading our Bible, I'm afraid that you and I won't be anything more than just a one-star Christian. Praying and reading the Bible is where we have to start. By talking to God and letting God talk to us. But the next thing I think about is not only praying and reading our Bible, but, but obeying God. Look with me in the book of John. We'll start in John chapter 2. Brother Robbie Molinax preached from this verse in Mission Conference. John chapter 2, verse number 5, Mary, the mother of Jesus, she said, it says here, his mother saith unto the servants. Let me ask you, are you a servant of God? If so, Jesus' mama has a message for you and for me. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Look with me in chapter 14. Remember, he said, why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not those things which I say? This is talking about our actions. John chapter 14, verse number 14 and 15. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, or if ye love me, keep my commandments. Now go with me to verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Do you want the glory in your life? Yes. Do you want the presence of the Lord in your daily walk? Do you want it to be where we come to church and start to worship and, and just the power of the Lord is in the air? 
Do you know where that comes from? Right here. Living this Sunday night until next Sunday morning. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. If we do that, I think maybe we could be a two-star Christian. But as we continue to look in the word of God, notice with me in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter number 4, a very, very common verse. But as the Lord said, too much is given, much shall be required. First Corinthians. Chapter number four. Verse number two. But with me it is a very small thing. Or I'm sorry. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. But with me, it is a very small thing that I should be judged of you or of man's judgment. Yea, I judge not mine own self, for I know nothing by myself. Yet am I not hereby justified, but he that judgeth me is the Lord. If we're going to grow to be a five-star Christian, not only do we need to read our Bible and pray, not only do we need to do what it says, but we need to be faithful in everything. I wonder if the Lord would consider me dependable. I wonder if the Lord would consider you dependable. I wonder if the Lord would consider Tabernacle Baptist Church dependable. You know the definition of the word faithful, trustworthy, true, and sure at all times. Then I think about Mark chapter number 16. The Lord Jesus Christ said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. If you and I are, are going to grow to be a five-star Christian, it's not going to happen if we don't read our Bible and pray. It's not going to happen if we don't obey the word of God. It's not going to happen if we're not faithful to God. And it's not going to happen if we're not sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ for the glory of God. Amen. And then may I say this, look with me in the book of Malachi chapter number three. Malachi chapter number three. Verse number eight through 12. Will a man rob God? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? In tithes and offerings. Ye are cursed with a curse. Boy, if there's one thing I don't want to hear God say to me is that I'm cursed with a curse from God. Amen. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse. That's the local church. Amen that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now here, herewith, saith the Lord of hosts, 
if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the fields, saith the Lord of hosts. Giving. Giving. A lot of people, they worship their money. A lot of people worship their money. But when we give money to the Lord, when we tithe, when we support missions, this is a form of worship. Worship's not only coming in here and shouting hallelujah. Worship's not only coming in here and praying or reading the Bible. Our giving is also a form of worship. When we read our Bible and we pray, and we're obedient to the things that are written therein, and we're faithful and we follow daily what God told us to do, and we're sharing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're giving unto the Lord in obedience. I think we start to reach a realm where one can become a state-of-the-art Christian, where one can become flawless in their service because they are obeying the things that God said to do, where they can become a deluxe follower of the Lord, where they can become one that is attractive to Jesus, where they can become one where no detail is overlooked. You see, when we read the Bible and pray and we get convicted and God shows us things, you see, then we have to decide, are we going to obey it? Are we going to repent and make it right? And then are we faithfully going to continue to follow that? Look with me in the book of Daniel, chapter number one. It's so easy for believers to get saved, or people to get saved and, and to grow in the Lord, and, and, then, and then they just start to kind of like level off. And they, they don't seek to grow anymore, and there's no more change, and, and it just becomes, to be honest, it just becomes a form of religion. Like the church in the book of Revelation, they lose their first love. I want to read here about the prophet Daniel. Look with me and we'll start in verse number eight and we'll read through verse number 20. But Daniel purposed in his heart. You see, my friend, this is something, if you want to be a five-star Christian, if I want to be a five-star Christian, it's going to have to be on purpose. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. So this was all on purpose. This was not by accident. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuchs. When we purpose in our heart that we're going to follow God, God will work in all the areas we need him to, to help us to be able to follow him. He's not going to forsake us, ever. 
And the prince of the eunuch said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king who hath appointed your meat and your drink, for why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me in danger my head to the king. You see here, this guy said to Daniel, if I grant your request, I'm putting my own life in danger. But Daniel took a stand. Daniel fought for what was right. Daniel sought to follow the Lord. Daniel didn't just say, well, it doesn't matter. We'll just do this. No, he stood for what, what God told him to do. Look at verse number 11. Then said Daniel to Melzar, whom the prince of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days. And let, this, let them give us pulse to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenances be looked upon before thee. And the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, deal with thy servants. Daniel said, hey, we're going to trust the Lord. We're not going to trust the king. We're going to do things God's way, not the world's way. Amen. And he said, and then you can judge it. So he consented to them in this matter, and proved them ten days. And at the end of ten days, their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them pulse. Did you see that? They followed God, and they came out better than the others. Look at verse number 17. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days that the king had said he should bring them in, then the prince of the eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And the king communed with them, and among them all was found none like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. Notice verse 20 with me. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them 10 times better. That magicians, that he found them 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. And Daniel continued even under the first year of King Cyrus. Amen. My friend, my desire for me for you, for all of Tabernacle Baptist Church, is that collectively we can be a group of five-star Christians. Amen. And I have a feeling that it would be true of all of us that every one of us could be ten times better. Amen. Daniel was found ten times better than the others. Do you know why? Because he did what God said to do. He followed what God said to do. He didn't do things the way that they were just dictated to him. He stood for the Lord, Amen. and he followed the Lord. And that's my, my desire tonight, and I, I, I pray that the Lord will put that desire in all of our hearts. Rather than the Lord saying to us, why call you me Lord, Lord? You don't do what I say. Wouldn't it be wonderful for the testimony of Tabernacle Baptist Church to be 
they were found 10 times better for the glory of the Lord. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I tried to obey you tonight. May your will be done. Speak to hearts. Help me, Lord, to be a five-star Christian for the glory of God. Lord, may you move in every heart in this place. Bring your will to pass. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus I surrender all to him I freely give I will ever love and trust him in his presence daily live I surrender I surrender, make me Savior, holy thine. Let me feel the Holy Spirit, truly know that thou art mine. I surrender I surrender, Lord, I give myself to Thee. Fill me with Thy love and power. Let Thy blessing fall on me. I surrender, oh, I surrender, oh. Savior, I surrender all. All to Jesus, I surrender all to Him. I freely give. I will ever love and trust Him in His presence daily live I surrender oh I surrender oh all to thee my blessed Savior I surrender oh Amen. Amen. Let's pray Lord Jesus 
Thank you for your blessing this day. I pray that you just have your way in every heart. and May the will of the Lord be done. In Jesus' name.